Oh, I'm introducing today? Yeah, go for it. Oh, what's up, guys? This is the Young Ambiguous Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Justin Larson. Sitting here with the other co-host, Gerald. I like how you introduced yourself as sitting here with the, because I dropped the ball there. Well, we're, we're sitting in a studio together. I don't even know about that much of my personal life right now. Sorry. So we're ambiguously placed in a recording studio right now. Mm. So I won't say if I'm sitting or standing because it's none of your business. Well, I'm sitting comfortably okay. in a studio. Okay, yeah, I got a really sweet office chair right now. His chair is nicer than mine, but we won't talk about that. Um, what are we talking about? What we are going to talk about is pop culture. Yeah, so like... Culture that goes pop. <laughs> culture that goes pop. Um, so I, I like last week, yeah, last week, we talked about like... We we kind of hinted more at the pop culture ideas in church, and um, this week I think that we want to kind of extend that 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 conversation some more because there's other things that mm-hmm. have happened, yeah, are continuing to happen that have happened in the past um, that I think would be cool to talk about. I, I mean, at least I think it's cool to talk about. Yeah, and we we kind of addressed the the swag side of yeah the church swag. The, that's what I was talking about. The like kind of the buying and selling of merchandise and different things. But this week we want to kind of drill down to the actual personalities and people involved because uh, at this point, I guess a couple weeks ago, Justin Bieber canceled his tour. And that was a huge deal because it's Justin Bieber. And yeah. he had a movie made about his tour last time. So Wow, he totally did have the Believer movie. I it was and all about his tour. I'll be honest with you. I took my little cousin Senna to go see it, but low key I wanted to see it for myself. Yeah, I was gonna say don't you don't have to bring up your cousin. You can just be bold. Say you went and saw that. Movie. I love Justin Bieber. Okay, he's he's great. Purpose Who? is my favorite album of all time. <laughs> okay, you it's not give mo- me purpose. You know you never heard that song. I mean, I know that he's singing about Jesus, but mm-hmm. is dude? It's a good. It's, it's cool. It's a good song. All right, so with that, there was some news, and I don't know, I read it on one website, but basically people were saying that Justin Bieber is being influenced to make that decision based on his faith in Jesus Christ, which is awesome. Which would be really, really nice. Because that's a huge example for the millions of people, billions of people? I would would. How many so people does he have on? They're called his his followers, his his mm-hmm. fan bases. They call them believers. Believers. How many I, believers? I want to say Bolivian. That's a, that's. <laughs> I hate myself for everything I just did. A, a billion. A bill. A yeah. I want to make that a little bit more punny, but I can't. So a Bieber billion. A Bieber billion. Yeah. That's so a good he's got a ton of people who are following him, and if if Jesus is the one who's leading that decision, and he speaks about that, that's really powerful. Yeah, for sure. And in his note out to the public, his you know screenshot of his note app that he took and posted on Instagram, he kind of shared you know just for his own health and to better himself and and to make sure that he can continue long term. That's really good. But a lot of people are, are saying it is really his relationship with God because he's been spending a lot of intentional time with Carl Lentz mm-hmm. and recently went to the Hillsong Conference with Carl Lentz and Chad Veach, 
and John, or not John, but uh, Wilkerson Jr., Rich Wilkerson Jr. Rich Wilkerson Jr., yeah. So all of them were hanging out, and I think they all got tattoos about being better at 70. I think Judas Smith might have been there. Uh, Yeah, Judas Smith was there, but, I mean, so this kid is 23 years old. He's my age, and he's been on tour since he was, what, 11? Hmm. That's not, yeah, this kid's on the verge of a, well, he's had a couple mental breakdowns in public, but, I mean, yeah, he, I, I I firmly believe that we can do things uh, with the strength of God, but this this kid needs to rest, man. Like, there's, yeah. that's why pastors take sabbaticals. That's why we have sabbaths. Like, it's important. He's tired. He's tired yeah. for sure. However, I, I like what you said um, that he has a ton of followers, mm-hmm. more than most people would. A lot of influence. A lot of influence, and he's taking a break, and he's been seen at church and stuff like that. My only skepticism I have with other people following his example is that they're following it because Justin Bieber is doing it not because yeah you know yeah so like I've been to Hillsong Church in New York Justin Bieber wasn't there no one was really there it's just a church could have been maybe he was no you would you would probably know because people I'll I'll explain and um just at Hillsong Church there was like this uh that you could tell people who weren't there to hear what God had to say. You can tell people who were there because uh, they had a crush on Carl Lentz. And I, I was I was standing in the balcony. There's only standing room, mind you. There's no mm. sitting room because there's so many people there. Wow. Um, I was standing and I was kind of like looking over this girl's shoulder to see her phone. And she's like Snapchatting pictures of Carl Lentz saying my baby daddy and all this weird stuff. And. I was like, God wow. bless. So I'm afraid that that's going to happen. Also, there's a video that surfaced of Justin Bieber at Hillsong Church, Los Angeles. Mm. And um, the reason why I said it surfaced is because it was from someone's Snapchat. And uh, it was creepy. Like, they're standing behind him the entire time. And, like, they're this kid is trying to worship the Lord. And he was, like, in worship. Like, he's really, wow. right? And this lady is Snapchatting him like in front of her then she goes to sit in the back and her phone is snapchatting like oh look there's justin justin's here and then eventually she goes to meet justin bieber and she has like a mild like body meltdown or something like that super excited freaking out super excited cool i mean i i if i were to meet let me think i gotta think of someone who was like who would make your body melt? Who <laughs> make my body melt? <laughs> Don't be weird. Those are your words. But that's what happened. Meltdown. Excuse I'll me. Have a, ha- excuse I'll have me. like a, like a. You'd melt down meeting them because you'd yeah, be excited. I'd be excited. Uh, honestly, I can't even think. But if you met. Levi Lesko, you like him a lot, right? No, I don't. I mean, I like him, but I wouldn't lose my mind. Uh, I'm trying to think of like someone in pop culture. If I met Kendrick Lamar. Or okay. Chance the Rapper. Yeah. If I met Chance, Chance the, the Rapper, rapper I'd probably yeah. be a bumbling mess. But like, wow, dude, you're so cool. Blah, blah, blah. Chance. Wow, man. You're 79, 79, right? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't let that dictate whether I go to this church or not. Yeah. But I think you're right in saying that it could be a danger for people to be influenced by him and showing up because he's there. But, there's probably a ton of people who would never even think about going to church if he didn't. Okay, yeah, I can point see them that, in that direction. for sure. So I think it's just an outreach tool, but it all it ultimately goes down to them and 
between them and and God and in their yeah, own hearts I mean, what they're doing. So yeah, I can agree with that. Because like, I think Hillsong actually, New York, I've heard Carlins talk about telling like they tell people their ushers and and leaders and stuff tell people to like put their phones away because Justin should have the right to be able to come here and worship. Yeah, well, without being, you know, ju- gawked at is, and photographed and and like, uh, like a. This kind of weird that I know. Well, I mean, it's not really weird that I know this. It was all over YouTube not too long ago. He, um, in concordance to that that bit of uh, footage that was leaked, he also started going to a Bible study in Beverly Hills. Like, that's mm-hmm. where he's, like, relocated there, apparently. And um, so, like, when I would go to Hillsong, New York, I'd go, like, every once in a while when we worked up there. Yeah. Um. Like there would be celebrities there for sure. Like you'd see oh, them. Yeah. Like oh man, I seen the guy on on TV like two days ago or something like that. But well, I, I remember Ja Rule was in the news because he went yeah. a couple times. Yeah, yeah, like, like a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean he probably still goes there. Yeah, I mean it's like there's a couple. They they just relocated their their spot, but their original spot, what we went to, was huge. Like it was a huge huge theater, and um, now they have a small little club downtown um and you can st- like you'll still like you'll bump into somebody like oh my yeah. gosh you're that person but when i'm at church i don't really think about those things and i think that it's dangerous to have that mindset walking into church and i think that um this move that justin bieber has done like i wouldn't be surprised next year that he's on like the new hillsong union free album i really i really wouldn't be, su- be surprised at all however yeah like it, it's a scary line to kind of cross seeing people go to church because they want to, they want to meet this person who's influenced them rather than they want to meet yeah. the person's influence that person, which is Jesus. But, but I would, I would answer back with that. And then we'll, we'll move on to kind of how beneficial this is for church and culture, but church, pop culture, church, pop culture, things that make church culture pop, go pop, pop or church pop. But is that, a, isn't that a backstreet song? pop no and sync something something dirty pop yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so with with justin bieber i think a lot of people come to church for a lot of different reasons for sure and so if one person is a big fan of justin bieber and they're going to with the hopes of seeing justin bieber but they hear the gospel that's yeah. good and if they go like hey justin bieber's doing this let me see what justin bieber think like let me see what he he's experiencing yeah yeah because then that's like a almost like a shared experience they can have with their celebrity that they look up to or whatever like yeah he's done this so let me go do that and those people can be reached so i don't think we're saying it's bad we just want to like i want to understand it more because i yeah. i'm having a hard time like uh contextualizing it in my own mind so maybe this is a good place because we would really like to hear from any of you listeners um Hit us up, Twitter, Instagram, message us, let us know. We'll keep your name private if you want. Um, I won't. I'll say it right out loud. <laughs> we'll throw you right under the bus, the Bible bus, going to camp. Um, but if you guys would tell us maybe some of your motivations of going to church or maybe what you even think about people being motivated to go to church because Justin Bieber was, you know, is is whatever. What, what your thoughts are on the whole Justin Bieber thing going to church. See? Because... I think this transitions really nicely into the fact that churches like Hillsong 
NYC and Hillsong LA and Chad Veach and Rich Wilkerson Jr. and Levi, some of these people and Judah Smith. I think it's really cool that these these pastors, these leaders in the church are connecting with cultural icons. Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Like we talked about last week with Fear of God and those clothing lines and those pastors wearing that. Like that is cool that they're in tune with pop culture and that they even have relationships with pop culture because the other side of this, right, with Justin stepping down from tour is literally people started drawing connections because Kyrie Irving was talking about and desiring a trade from mm -hmm. the Cavaliers and all of this. Uh, I mean, I was on it before TMZ because I genuinely Dang. follow Carl Lentz on Instagram um, just because I, I like to see him post about his family and the church and everything. Um, but he had posted on a story literally being in an arcade with his family, Justin Bieber and Kyrie Irving. And I think last year sometime he was doing a wedding for one of Kyrie Irving's friends. And that's maybe how he met Kyrie Irving. And so there is this really cool dynamic in my eyes of some of these pastors and some of these people connecting in a genuine relationship with cultural icons like Justin Bieber yep. and Kyrie Irving, who's just an amazing NBA player that you say LeBron James and you think Kyrie Irving at, right after you think of Cleveland or whatever. So these are, are big name people who have lots of influence in lots of spheres of our culture. And there's these churches and pastors who are kind of getting into those groups. And I think, yeah. it's, I think it's great. Yeah. So I agree with you. Like there was a picture not too long ago of Chad Veach, Judah Smith, and I can't remember who else with the Kardashians. Hmm. And I was like, what in the world? Like, this is, I can't, like, lie. These are probably the most influential people in pop culture currently, the Kardashians. One of them's married to the largest music producer, probably of our generation, Kanye West. And Kanye West has gone on to talk about his faith. And, I mean, he's he's out there for sure. But he's still, like, submitted under uh which wilkerson jr like he did their wedding the yeah. the kardashian wedding kardashian kim the and i think there was a lot of drama with that because people were like okay mean? kanye and kim like oh yeah are they even christians and blah 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 right right but like the fact that there's a pastor who actually like ascribes to biblical truth and and preaches the gospel yeah on the regular basis at his church right yeah. the fact that he is connected to them in some way yeah yeah maybe they're not you know showing up to church every sunday maybe they don't even read the bible maybe they i yeah. don't know any of that i don't know maybe it's true maybe they do Kim. maybe they don't, don't. kanye but the fact that there's even the connection is awesome and yeah. i think it's a huge step in the right direction of connecting with the culture sure and um i mean kanye was is also known for developing the the um design for the sandcastle king books mm. so he he made up that design um I think that's a, I think it's really like that's the kind of negative side of pop culture and church mixings that there's this huge feud between the two like people are like I don't get this is there really are they really Christians blah blah mm -hmm. it's really not for us to decide to be honest with you um then recently also something gosh I can't remember what I was going to say 
You know, I got thinking about uh, Kanye West and thinking about the Yeezys and how I really mm-hmm. want a pair because they look so comfortable. Hey, if you guys have size, uh, I'm size 12. I'm a size 12. So if you got two pairs of size 12 Yeezys, let us know. Well, we take travel contributions. Yeah. Yeah. We would love to give you a <laughs> huge shout out and appreciation. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was that. talking about. Because mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about Fear of God as well. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar having communication open communication with lecrae yeah, yeah i wouldn't say i wouldn't go so far as saying that he's being discipled by lecrae but they have a connection um because if you haven't heard uh i can't say the name of it on here can i say it his new album his latest album yeah i mean well you in trouble I don't... it's dang but with an m on the end of it instead of a g it's an m like hoover dam yeah okay so it's called dam <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, you wanted me to say it first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that cuz I'm I don't work in a church anymore so I can kind of say whatever I want. We want to be safe for the little ears. Yeah, we're not sponsored by Z88.3, but Lifeway might pull our uh might pull our They might pull funding. Anyway. Oh, I forgot to do the uh Lifeway plug. Here it is. Uh this podcast is not sponsored by Lifeway because they don't believe in us. But if you anybody at Lifeway does, no. We're always open to it. I've met I met some representatives from Lifeway, and I'm like, I just don't like them. <laughs> oh. um, no, never mind Lifeway. We I love met you, them though. at Catalyst, oh. and I was really, really upset that I met them. Back to the point. Back Kendrick the- Lamar has a new album out that was has a lot of religious undertones to it. Yeah. And it's it's cool to see culture talking about the Bible, talking about right. Jesus. And I think the more people that are invading or mm. influencing or getting into those circles the better so yeah. the more connections like rich wilkerson and kanye and kim the more connections like judah smith and carl lentz and justin bieber and like yeah the more those connections happen i believe god can use those things to influence people right. towards himself I, I i agree with that and um the reason why i think it's so interesting is that that Lecrae has been tied into this mix is something mm-hmm. that you mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago about Lecrae and who was it the the rapper they had a feud or something like that oh yeah with with Shylin and kind of some of the music there what yeah. happened with a guy I don't really remember all too much what was going on there just there's just a disagreement between Lecrae's new vision of like getting connected with mm-hmm. secular artists to be able to release his music in a broader sense yeah and Shylin's pretty much like nope well, he just doesn't want – he doesn't want Christian leadership condoning, which is kind of where the the whole argument of all of it we're talking about comes in is when a Christian connects with somebody in in who's not a believer, how much of that lifestyle or that person's life is influencing Christians now. Right. So like to say Rich Wilkerson is Kanye's pastor – does that mean Rich Wilkerson agrees with what Kanye is doing and saying? No, but no. what Pastor does agree with. But that's the thing is people yeah. with a musical artist like Lecrae, people are like, well, you 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 have a message of Jesus, and these people right. don't have a message of Jesus. They have a message of get money. They have a, a message of this, that, or the other. So do those two things come together and work? Uh yeah, I can see the dilemma there. 
And that's why I think a lot of Christians get uncomfortable, right? Yeah. If Carl Lentz is hanging out with Justin Bieber and Justin Bieber doesn't say things like Carl Lentz would because Carl Lentz is a pastor who knows the Bible has been preaching for decades. Like if Justin Bieber says a truth or tries to say something biblical in his own way and it doesn't come off perfectly like a pastor would, that doesn't mean Carl Lentz failed and that doesn't mean Justin Bieber is not a good Christian or he's not trying. You know what I mean? It's like we don't extend empathy and grace to those people the way that Christians are supposed to. Yeah, and I think it's wrong. I really do. Like, um, so like we, I've been a missionary. You've been a, you've been a on missionary mission trips, yeah. on missions trips, and um, like I was a missionary to a very like obscure area. I was a missionary to Atlanta, and if you've been Atlanta to Atlanta in the past five years, Atlanta's awesome. Like, yeah, there's definitely um, like a third world country type element to Atlanta and the and the hoods and stuff like that. But there's also like this whole new age. I we have money kind of element to Atlanta where those people also need to hear the gospel. The yeah. only difference between that person and the person who was in the hood is their location and their their like social economical standing. Yeah. Other than that, they're both two people that need Jesus. Yeah. So like when we when we look at people in pop culture and we're like, well, they don't. I think I don't think it's right for these pastors to be communicating with them. Like I had a hard time with that. I still have a hard time with it. But the way I kind of rationalize it in my mind is that these people have a pull. These pastors have a have a obvious pull to the celebrity. Yeah. And that celebrity is going to go where they feel most comfortable because you're yeah. not going to really see a celebrity in your local church. You might. Yeah. But it's really unlikely because there's already this kind of yeah. persona that people are going to be attracted to them. So they want to focus on the relationship with Jesus. And I think that these pastors meet that are Mm -hmm. that bridge for them so and we've been talking about hillsong a lot and and their main pastor brian houston has actually talked about this recently well i just listened to it recently i think he talked about it a while ago to his church and staff is like god has called us you know to reach everyone Mm -hmm. and his whole vision for their church is that they would reach people yeah they would reach people in in low places and high places and i think a lot of churches they only do outreach to people who are less fortunate whereas like people like rich people or popular people or celebrities need jesus too yeah and i think for me this kind of came into focus when judah smith was you know transitioning into taking over his father's church as his father you know got ill and, and passed away and he kind of wrote about that and talked about that. And uh, Bubba Watson, the pro golfer, mm-hmm. he also lost his father. And so kind of they were going through the transition near the same time, and they formed a genuine friendship. And Bubba Watson's a Christian. Right. And so nobody gives Carl or like Judah Smith a hard time for like being friends with Bubba Watson because of what they went through. Right. But if somehow him connecting with Bubba Watson, somehow in some way there's a connection made with Justin Bieber. Yeah. Because Justin Bieber is Justin Bieber. It's easier to give him a hard time, giving Judah Smith a hard time about yeah. that relationship when it's like, no, I would say like a lot of those people are an unreached people group. Yeah. You know, like the Kims and the Kanye's and the, the Biebers, the Katy Perry's, these people, especially Katy Perry. She has a church background and now she's doing her own thing, you know, like. Swish, These, swish. 
<laughs> these people in in celebrity type roles in our culture like people don't reach them people bash them christians yeah. especially bash them i think yeah I, I definitely agree with that like i i've I've said openly, like, oh, that person's not a Christian. Like, a celebrity's not a Christian. I don't know that person at all. That's horrible for me to say. It's horrible for me to assume something that's not true. Yeah. Like that. Um, I think... So, everyone's designed to worship. Like, we're all created to worship. Mm -hmm. And we put our, our idols before God a lot. So, like, for me, most of my idols were celebrities growing up. Because I yeah, kind of grew up in that, in that culture. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I didn't, didn't unnecessarily understand why people couldn't just move away from that. Cause I moved away from it so quickly, but when you're immersed in the culture and you're like someone who's part of that movement, so to speak, it's hard to see that there's yeah. actually something else going on here. Yeah. Um, my, I would like to plug another one of my cousins, if you don't mind. Go for it. My cousin, Vanessa, she kind of grew up in this culture too. She did some TV and stuff as a kid and now she's writing for Netflix, but um, she, her now husband, uh, RJ is a drummer for Miguel and he also drums at his church, but their friendship with the music world kind of goes a little bit further. Hmm. Um, my baby cousin, her son, his, uh, godfather mm -hmm. is T-Pain. And okay. so they like, he's not very, he's not really a Christian at all. However, Vanessa is very open about her faith. Some would consider her like a prophetess almost. Hmm. Um, and she's really, really upfront about it. She doesn't ever hide it. She's really immersed in the L.A. culture. She's uh, she like goes to women's marches and all that stuff. She's pretty she's pretty L.A., but she's still very much in her church. And she's also seen her position in Los Angeles as a missionary. Wow. So if you didn't know, T-Pain was on the Coloring Books album. Hmm. And I never heard him sing gospel before. I've never heard. I I want to believe. I'm speculating, of course. I want to believe that my cousin's influence led him to do this thing, where he's on an album that's influenced more people than I think my sermon ever could influence. Hmm. Um, wow. I mean, it's true. Like, if you you've heard that song um, with T Pain on, I can't. It's like it's all my days I pray and pray to see the fin oh finish line. That's T-Pain singing? That's T-Pain. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, and it's a really good song, and I cry listening to that song. And I want to believe so desperately, or m not desperately, but more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I'm, I'm hopeful that mm -hmm. that was because of my cousin's influence in his life. And I'm hopeful that that because she's positioned herself to be available to these people, yeah. that more people are coming to know Jesus. Um the same way that these pastors are doing now. Like yeah. Vanessa's doing it low key. These pastors can't help but to be in the limelight because they're going for bigger clientele pretty much or higher clientele is coming to them. Clientele is a pretty broad word. Uh, yeah. But pe to this. They're, yeah. they're connecting with these people who are celebrities and they become popular because yeah. of that. And I think, I think ultimately like this is something that in the American church that as we see it has been very frowned upon almost demonized I, yeah and almost yeah demonized and it's it shouldn't be because people are just reaching the people that god is bringing them into connection with the yeah. same way you go to starbucks and you connect with that person and maybe 
like see them a few times a week and you want to hang out with them and then like a relationship is built there or a yeah. friendship is born like nobody's going to give you grief for hanging out with them but if that person just so happens to be someone famous you shouldn't be catching grief for it you should you be yeah. encouraged to reach them and when i looked up the coloring book uh, a person we i didn't even think about um but he's been doing this for years is kirk franklin yeah because he's on that song as well yep and Kirk Franklin Kirk. performed with Chance the Rapper at the, on at the, the Grammys. Grammys. So, so tight. So it's it's really cool when you start seeing how, you know, musical artists and these pastors are connecting with celebrities and helping them develop their faith yeah. and are being a good influence. Because that's all I think <coughs> this really is. Like, Kirk Franklin wants to use his musical talents to connect with people yeah, and, and bring the glory of God to people and show yeah. them who he is. And like, if he can do that with chance, the rapper, like he's going to take that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, there's two, there's two different like kingdoms on earth. I would say there's a kingdom of darkness, kingdom of light, and we're called to completely abolish the darkness. Yeah. Scripture says, um, darkness can't stand in the presence of light pretty much. So, yep. so our, our goal is to, as pastors, as missionaries, as Christians, forget the titles as Christians. Yeah. Our goal is to make Jesus known. Yep. Right. And if these people are in a place that is like Hollywood is super dark, like it, it's a, it's a horrible place. Man. Most Christians would agree. Like, yeah, they would say, yeah, Hollywood and media and all this stuff is really dangerous. Yeah. But it is really dangerous, but we shouldn't be cowering away from it. We're, we got to bring our culture. This is where yeah. the, this word comes in. We got to bring our culture there in mm -hmm. order to eradicate the darkness. Could you imagine, like, have you seen the terrible Christian movies we, we've been, like, plagued with? They're, they're, yeah. Some of them are horrible, except for The Shack. I'm not going to lie, dude. I love that movie. But there, could you imagine seeing, like, Tom Cruise, someone who is way in the Hollywood culture, a Scientologist, mm -hmm. all this crazy weird things. Could you imagine Tom Cruise, like leading people to the lord okay come on like it'd be crazy and and that's the thing is like um if movies if christians were if we were able to reach people through media the way hollywood reaches people through media like i feel like that would be a really helpful yeah good thing. i think also i think someone who we've we we gotta kind of wrap up here in a little bit we'll go over just a couple of seconds here or there but someone that we've kind of missed who's been low-key changing his life has been Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey is like, he just spoke at a homeless shelter. So cool. So yeah. powerful. We'll put the link, definitely. Yeah, that thing that's... is awesome. And um, they actually mentioned it in a podcast I listened to, um, the, the Relevant Podcast, also a local podcast. We don't just make podcasts. We listen to them. <laughs> um and like propaganda who's was guest starring on there is like yeah this is like a la institution like people know this guy he's a real dude but jim carrey went there and spoke on grace and spoke on mm -hmm. hope and spoke about jesus not like this is a way to salvation this is a way to grace yeah. this is, he said this is the way to grace this is through suffer through jesus suffering yeah we find find grace and and the thing guys when you watch it the thing that you'll notice is it doesn't sound at all rehearsed rehearsed but it doesn't sound like 
it, it sounds straight from his heart, yeah. but it doesn't sound like what we're used to in the church. Yeah, it was it was incredible. It's a powerful drawing in of people to the gospel, to Jesus, but it's not as it's not a typical altar call. No. And it's I wouldn't even call it an altar call. No, it's just it him like, sharing yeah, his heart. Yeah. But it's so cool to see people who are in culture, in media, like Jim Carrey is a this is Jim Carrey. massive star who's gone through some really bad struggles the past few years. Horrible, the, the yeah. Stuff that he's gone through the past uh, like two or three, maybe five years. Even his rough. upbringing has been difficult. He was like homeless in Canada. But we all know and love different movies that was he was in, you know, like yeah. The Mask and Liar. Bruce Liar, Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Like He played Jesus pretty much. <laughs> that was a great. And in uh this is not like a plug. Well, no, this is definitely a plug. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called Man on the Moon. A Man on the Moon, hmm. where he plays uh, SNL's. Gosh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he does an impersonation of this SNL impersonator, hmm. and it's flawless. And this, I mean, Jim Carrey is just like one he's of the. Comedian. He's a he's, he's a, a comedic genius. Diamond of a of a genius, and he acknowledges that Jesus is present in his life. And that's that's what's so cool is like seeing these people who have these like amazing skills and abilities influenced by Jesus and sharing Jesus is just awesome. And I think it's going to really help connect with the the broader culture Mm -hmm. that maybe doesn't come to church the way it is. Yeah. And um, I think I think my goal rather than rather my goal, kind of like my heart behind a lot of things is I want people to know that I believe in Jesus and that they can, they can confide in me, not because they say, Hey, I'm Justin. I used to be a pastor or Hey, I'm Justin. I was a missionary or Hey, I'm Justin. I believe in Jesus. I want them to be able to see me and see the light of Jesus through me. And I think that in Hollywood, that's often dimmed out. And now that we have this huge culture of uh, this huge church culture that's reaching people in Hollywood, reaching people in, uh, like Gerald said, the higher places, mm-hmm. or Pastor Brian said, the higher places, um, gives me hope. Yeah. That eventually Hollywood won't be this dark place. I remember being a kid in Hollywood and, and hating it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I loved it because it was fun, but also feeling really unnerved all the time. And I wasn't even a Christian then. Yeah. Just really like someone could steal me at any moment, or this person's looking at me weird, or everybody here is just here for money you know um i mean i pray i i pray for celebrities often um like i have a i have a prayer list i go through every morning and there's a lot of people on there but uh there there are celebrities on my list for sure because those people need jesus too yeah exactly and i think if this is the way one of the ways that god's gonna reach them then i'm all for it yeah, and I think we need to be praying for the celebrities, but praying for those, those pastors, artists, people who are connecting with them because that's huge, and that's yeah. where the spiritual warfare and all that stuff needs to be for sure covered in prayer. Yeah, so, thank you guys for for listening to this episode, uh, pop culture and the church. Yeah. There's a lot more we could say, and I I just think that maybe we could continue this some other time, make it like a part. This would be kind of a part two. We can do a part three. Yeah. So yeah. be look out for that. But um, yeah, I think that was a lot of fun. And I think that there's more to, for us to think about. 
when it comes to influencing people. Yep. And uh, not no one's too far gone for the gospel. So. Amen. So let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. We actually really, really, really do want to hear from you guys. And if you've been listening since the beginning, we promised to give something away, a little gift box with some random oh, articles in it. So what we're going to do, since we didn't really have social media <laughs> that first episode, mm. what we'd like to do is give that box away. So if you, on social media, Boop. Instagram or or Twitter, Twitter, we don't have share the episode, right? Share that you listen to it and share a link so people can listen to it. You will be put into the drawing and we will announce the winner next week. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram or Twitter, Young Am Big. Am Big. And give us a shout out and we'll, you'll be entered into the winning. Yeah, I'm not even drawing. sure what we're going to give away yet. I still have a whole bunch of trash in that same box that we had talked about initially. We'll figure it out. So I'll just dump that. I'll put like a... It'll be worth your while. And maybe some like giving keys or whatever, or just a box of keys. That'd be fun. Whew. We'll figure it out. Heavy box. So thank you guys. We love you. Talk to you later. God bless.